a little bit this morning. Um, so for, for a couple of things, I'm going to uh, kind of normal. I'm going to ask you some different some different thoughts. But uh, I remember um, several a number of years ago, we used to go to Mystic Seaport all the time, and um, they would do a uh, man overboard drill. Right, if somebody fell off the ship, you know, they they demonstrated what they would do if if you know somebody fell into the water, how they would do that with a tall ship. Um, so if, if there are anyone, who, as I'm going through this morning, you say, oh, man overboard, okay, let me know, because I want to make sure that, you know, we can kind of take a, a jaunt down the river this morning, okay? So if you if you end up, uh, you know, getting off at the wrong stop or not getting back on the boat, just stop me and say, you know, I didn't quite get exactly what you said. So feel free to do that this morning, and because uh, I want us all to get to the destination, all of us to get to the destination, Okay, nobody gets to just um, take a raft down the river. We're going to all be there together. Okay, fair enough? All right. So we are going to talk about the, um, uh, the river of God this morning, the river of, of life. Um, let me just... Now, I was, I was brainstorming, um, you know, sometimes rivers can go dry, right? Um, physical rivers. You know, uh, earlier in the year, I, I, we, you know, we passed the Chautauqua quite a bit, and uh, in this, during the summertime in, like, July, it was getting really, really low, all right? What, what reasons um, can a river be dry? Uh, you can have a dry riverbed. Drought, okay. A lot of beaver activity. <laughs> beaver, okay. So, a dam. Is one other that I thought of. Man. Man. Okay. How how so? Okay, so yeah, so basically a dam of some sort. Okay. How how about this? Um, if it gets not connected to the source any longer, like a, a, as the source can cut a, a different path, right? And uh, so that is no longer connected to the source and become, can become dry. Anything else? I think the, um, we're having trouble, well, in the west, uh, Colorado is starting to go dry because of people siphoning it off for their uh, personal needs. That's good. And I don't know what the word is that you call that. Um, depleting the supply? Okay. I, I wouldn't know the word. I don't know one word. They're just, people are messing with it. Overuse? Over. I'm going to kind of. They're taking it away. Depleting, yeah. I'm kind of put that because if if there's a plenty of rain, yeah. there's there's no worry. But all right, so keep keep that in mind. We're going to revisit that in a few minutes, okay? All right, let's um uh, start in Genesis chapter two. This is what I want us to, to see. Um, you know. Life really, one of the th- 
I need I need Penny here this morning, uh, but the Kayla, maybe you can help. There's there's really three things that they say are is needed for all life on Earth. Can what what can you help me with? And actually, water is one. Yep, and then nutrients. Not necessarily shelter. Because we're talking, we're talking animals, plants of all kinds, energy. Yep, water, nutrients, energy. Water is one of the things for all life on Earth that you have to have um, water to exist. Right, and it's amazing that from the very beginning, God put that into place. Look at look at Genesis chapter two, um, verse ten. Okay, um, now a river flowed out of Eden. Isn't that a cool thought? Okay, Eden was the, the source. A river flowed out of Eden to water the garden, and from there it divided and became four rivers. Right, just just pause right there. Right, you're like going, really? You're going to get a whole bunch of stuff out of that? <laughs> yeah, I am. This is, is a river flowed out of Eden. So it, Eden is the source of the river. It flowed into four rivers, and there's a reason I, I believe that that's the case. Number one, so Eden, um, where 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 did God walk in the cool of the, the day in the beginning? In the in the garden, right? The garden was the, pres- the place of the presence of God. The garden was, if you will, a form of the temple of God. All right? This is where the presence of God was, was in the garden. And then there were actually a couple of different trees in the garden, right? Uh, lots more trees, but two specific trees. Okay, and? Tree of life and a tree of knowledge of good and evil. Um, so you've got one river, okay? You've got Eden, right? I'm going to put temple, okay? There's a river, so it's a life-giving river, okay? Because everything, if you remember, like even ancient civilizations, they all popped up along the rivers, Right? Um, where was it going? Oh, breaks into four. And I believe why that, I believe what this is showing. Um, what, uh, what, what do you know of um, that it, it, on the grand scale has four parts to it? Why would this be four? There you go. Oftentimes, oftentimes four in the scripture is referring to the world. The four points of the compass. So I believe the whole idea of this is you've got the you've got Eden, right? You've got the place where the presence of God is. You have the source of life with the water breaking out into four, going out into all the world. Which does that sound like Genesis one? Okay, Genesis Genesis one. Um, you know you'll have to you have dominion over the earth. Go out uh, and and fill the earth, right? With the life of the garden, we'll get there in a minute. But yes, <laughs> all right. Um, 
yeah, let's go, go over to um, Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Uh, chapter 47. Ezekiel 47. get there you can just look up here give me a thumbs up All right, Ezekiel 47 then he brought me back to the door this first one door of the house um, this is uh, this is talking about the temple he brought me back to the door of the house and behold water was flowing from under the threshold of the house toward the east where the house faced east and the water was flowing down from under, from the right side of the house, from south of the altar. He brought me out by way of the north gate and led me around on the outside to the outer gate by way of the, the gate that faces east. And behold, water was trickling from the south side. When the man went um, out toward the east with a line in his hand, he measured a thousand cubits and he led me through the water, water reaching the ankles. He measured a thousand and, and led me through the water, water reaching the knees. And he measured a thousand and led me through the water, water reaching the loins. Measured a thousand. It was a river that I could not ford, for the water had risen enough water to swim in, a river that could not be forded. And he said to me, Son of man, have you seen this? Then he brought me back to the bank of the river. When I returned, behold, on the bank of the river there were many trees on one side and the other. And he said, These waters go toward the eastern region and go down to... Um, to the Arabah. Uh, then they go toward the sea, being made to flow into the sea, uh, the Dead Sea, and, be, um, and the waters of the sea become fresh. It will come about that every living creature which swarms in every place where the river goes will live. There will be many fish, for these waters go there and the others become fresh, so everything will live where the river goes. That's really cool. And it will come about that fishermen will stand on, uh, will stand beside it from Engedi to uh, Inaglaim, and they'll be for a place of spreading nets. Their fish will be according to their kinds, like the fish of the great sea, very many. Um, look at 12. But on the river on its bank, on one side and the other, will grow all kinds of trees for food. Their leaves will not wither, and their fruit will not fail. They will bear every month because their water flows from the sanctuary, and their fruit will be for food, and the leaves for healing. Okay, what, what tree? Do you remember what tree bore fruit every month? I should have read that when we were there. Which, which tree uh, bears fruit every month? Um, the, the, the tree of life. The tree of life. I'm trying to find it really quickly. Um, but the, the tree of life is, is what, what bears fruit every month. Um, but did you, do you see the picture? The picture is the same picture. Okay? Um, the, there's water flowing out of the temple, going into the, all the earth. And the water brings life. It brings the life of the garden, the life of the temple. By the way, when the tabernacle with Moses and then the temple and Solomon with Solomon, 
there were there were pieces of it that resembled the garden. There were pomegranates. There were um, these uh, these trees that they embroidered on the uh, on the the curtains. You know, um, a lot of the things that you know at the top at the um, the capitals had had different um, you know fruit on them. They, I, I believe the, the uh, temple with, with Herod had a great big vine that went across the top of it. All these different symbols that speak of a garden image with the tabernacle and then with the temple. Okay, so the whole idea going all the way through Scripture is that there is a uh, it's back to the garden. God's presence was in the garden. The, the original temple, the original tabernacle was the garden. And the life of God goes from that area and feeds out into all the earth. Right? Jump over to the book of Revelation. Go to like the last chapter. If you want to go to the index and go, go left, you can do that. By the way, the, the book of Revelation is not complicated, okay? It's, it's, it's a picture book. So if, if you know the pictures of the Old Testament, then you just like flip through the pictures in Revelation and you get it, all right? Watch. Um, last chapter, verse, uh, chapter 22. He showed me a river of the water of life. Have we seen that? Mm-hmm. Clear as crystal from the throne of God and of the Lamb. Have we seen that come from the Old Testament from all the way from the beginning in the middle of its street on either side of the river was the tree of life bearing 12 kinds of fruit yielding its fruit every month and the leaves of the tree for or for the healing of the nations. There will no longer be any curse and the throne of God and of the lamb will be in it and his bond servants will serve him. They will see his face his name uh, will be on their foreheads no no longer be any night and they will not uh, have need of, in, of the lamp, uh, excuse me, of the light of the lamp or the light of the sun, because the Lord God will illumine them, and they will reign forever and ever. He said to me, "These words are faithful and true." And the Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, sent His angel to show His bond servants the things which must soon take place. Um, you see the picture again? Okay, so and, and notice the, it says the leaves of the tree are for what? Healing of what? Of the nations. All right, so don't postpone this to heaven. Will the nations need to be healed in heaven? No. No. Right? The, the nations need to be healed now. All right, so the idea is there is, there is a river coming out of what? Okay, first in the garden. In this picture, it's in the temple, Right? So there's a river coming out of the temple of God, going out into the earth. Its waters are, are life. That you've got the tree of life. By the, by the way, a lot of people think this this tree of life. What 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 tree do we get life from? There you go. A lot of people the the cross the. Uh, the same, the same word for, for the tree here is actually used for the cross, the tree that's on, because um, yeah, Paul says 
um, you know, by a tree came, um, uh, it, all those who uh, are hanged upon a tree are cursed, right? Right, in the same, is the same word. You know, it's the tree. Okay, so there's people, a lot of people think that Jesus may have actually been crucified actually on a tree rather than a, a beam going, you know, up and down that they put the cross beam on an actual tree. It's possible, I'm not sure. You know, I, I wasn't there to see. But, um, but there's this idea of even in the beginning, right, uh, there was a tree of knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life. Right, by by one tree came death. By the other tree, you know, Jesus died on a tree, and His death brought us life. Right, so we get to um, take of that fruit. Anyone who takes of that fruit lives forever. Just remember in in um, Genesis what happens uh, when when Adam and Eve sin. Right? They are kicked out of the garden, remember? And what happens to the gates of the garden? They're closed. Right? Mm-hmm. Why? Does anybody remember? Okay, and do what? Mess up anymore. That's it. The tree of life. The tree of life, Because then they'd live forever. But... What about the gates in the book of Revelation? Does anybody remember about the gates? We, had, we didn't read about it. They're wide open. The gates are wide open. Come. Come eat. Come drink. There's life. Come eat of the tree of life. The river is going forth. But it's going forth out of what we... I'm asking this just a minute ago. It's going forth from what? The temple. What temple? Flip over from a couple more places. Go to go to John seven. John 7. I told you we're going to go through from Genesis to Revelation. Yes, we did. Right, John 7. And I actually have other passages too we can get to, but um, for sake of time, I think I'm going to... Verse 37. Now on the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out saying, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me as the scripture said, from his innermost being will flow what? Right. Rivers of living water. There's the water of life again. Coming out of what? If you come to me and drink, it'll come out of... We'll, we'll get... You're, you're one step ahead of me. <laughs> it'll come... The, Jesus, it says right here, out of his innermost being will flow, right? So out of who? Everyone who comes to Jesus will flow rivers of living water. You see that? 
Yeah, flip, flip over. Go, go to Ephesians chapter two. You, you all, you all know this, but let me, let me just let you see it. Ephesians two. Actually, isn't the one I was looking for, but that's okay. All right, so verse 19, Ephesians 2.19. You are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and of God's household. Having been built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole building being fitted together is growing into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together into a dwelling of God in the Spirit. Okay? So... Again, it's coming out of the temple, right? But we are living stones. We are living stones. We are the temple. So where do the living waters come out of? Us. Us. The living Water, the water of life from the throne of God comes out of us. Now, consider this. Um, Earlier this this summer, I mentioned a little while ago, we had a a major drought, right? I remember going up, we took Karis up to school, and um, we, we spent... We spent four years up on the North Shore of Mass, and so we, we know what it looks like. And I, I couldn't believe it. Everywhere we went, the grass was just dead. I mean, it looked like Texas, Oklahoma in the middle of summer. It was brown. And normally, I mean, there's, even in the wintertime, there's little elements of green to it, you know, it, but it was just brown everywhere. Now, it, it didn't mean that it was completely dead, right? It was... Kind of going dormant. It was it was brown, dry, um, because there was there was no life giving water. Around here is very similar. I mean, our, we didn't have to. Our our lawn wasn't mowed for over a month in the middle of summer because there was no no water. They were bringing water up to the hay fields just to try to get a little bit of hay out of it. But then as soon as as soon as uh, like towards the middle end of August, we got lots of rain, and what happened? Everything grew. I, you know, I, I watched a, a, um, a movie years ago. I, I believe it was called Dead Man Walking. Um, I don't even know if I would, could recommend it. It's been a long time. But I remember one thing that it was about people on, men who were on death row. And when they would open the, the prison doors and have one of them go from one place to the other, they would say, say Dead Man Walking, from, because they had been sentenced to death. Were they dead yet? No. But they, they, had, they, they had that sentence, right? Now, look at everything around us. We have dead men walking everywhere. 
we have elements of this life that are really they're dry they're they're brown you know with because they haven't had any water they you know we have elements that are that are that are dead you know whether that's you know physical elements or you know people who have emotional uh, things you know they're 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 that uh, emotional scars from the past they they have bondage they have bondage to sin they have bondage to drugs or alcohol um, everywhere you look around you just just walk up and down main street whether you whether you're looking economically and looking at, at so many different um you know what what once were shops that are now not or where, what once were homes that are that are dilapidated or, or buildings that are are crumbling to the people that you look, you just walk up and down, you see people that are broken. That, that there's so much death, dormancy all around that need, it needs water. It needs water. And we are, you know, think about it. We're, we're, we're supposed to be that fire hose, right? That just kind of sprays water on everything and brings life. But I have a feeling that the river of life that comes out of us is not flowing. And I believe these really three elements are things that that are reasons that the water of life doesn't flow. You know, we, um, I'm just going to go over some of these real quickly. A couple I'm going to spend a little bit more time on. You know, sometimes it's, um, we're not connected to the source. And we know, we know the source is Jesus, right? That, that's the source. So, so in, in the most obvious fashion, you have to be a Christian, most obvious, you have to be connected to the source in that you have chosen to follow Jesus and you have chosen to let him place his spirit within you, right? That's the most obvious. But a lot of times we can be not connected to the source because we're not spending time. We're not, we're not taking the time to, to spend in, in prayer, in, in scripture study, just, just being with him. So you, you can be disconnected from the source, and when you're disconnected from the source, you get dry. Okay? That's, that's at the very basic, basic level. I think, knowing you guys, I, I don't think that that's most of us in here. I think most, I, I know you guys are Christians. I know you love the Lord. I know that, you know, we, we, you can always spend more time in prayer. Okay? Let's, let's face it. But I don't think, I don't, I, knowing you all, I think we're all trying. You know, it's like, okay, Lord, I, I, I want to be there. You know, it's... See, then you can have a dam. What, what can dam up a river? I think a lot of it, some, some of it's knowledge, okay? Um, in that lack of knowledge. If you do not know, and we've, we've taken care of part of this this morning, Right? If you don't know that you're supposed to be a river, then, then how are you going to be? Right? 
So some of it is you're, you're, the river is dammed up because you don't know that you're supposed to let that river flow, right? It's like, oh, Lord, let, let it flow here, but don't let it flow out, right? So there's a dam. But then you know, oh, wait, I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be the conduit is supposed to go through me. I got at the source, but then I've got, I've got that conduit going out that I'm supposed to be a source for all the life around me to get life. But you know, I think it can also be damned up because of sin. Okay? And, and I don't want to harp on this a whole lot because, you know, I think the, the vast part of the New Testament is not about being sin conscious. It's about being righteousness conscious. Amen. Okay? And the church, I think, a lot of times the church gets into this sin consciousness where they, you, you, you just get beat over the head of, look, look and find the sin in your life. And, and, and there's some point that we, we need to do that. The Holy Spirit will show us that. Um, so I'm not talking about, you know, you need to make sure and be perfect because none of us are. I'm not. Right? But I think the, the, the major things with sin is, are, are you rebelling against the Lord? Not are you stubbing your toe and, and saying something you shouldn't, okay? But are you telling the Lord, you know, is he saying, look, I want you to go this way? And you say, you know what, I don't care. Are you, are you doing something he specifically said don't do and you said yes or, or doing, you know, or you're not doing something he specifically said do do, to, to do? Right? So you're rebelling. Are there, are there these habitual things that, that, you, that you can't get out of and that the Holy Spirit's saying, look, I need, you, I need you to stop that. Okay? So I don't want to, I, I, like I said, I don't want to harp on this too much, but sin can dam up the flow of God. If you are intentionally going against the Lord and what He's saying to do, that can stop it. And let's just, let's get out of that. So we need to realize none of us are perfect and we're not going to be until we get to heaven. And that's fine. You know, as long as, I, as, long as you are on, on the right track and you're saying, okay, Lord, you know, I, I, I'm just going to take a baby step today. I'm just, I'm just going to try to keep going along the, the, that road. And you know, I totally believe the Lord is fine with that. You know, as long as you're not saying, Lord, I'm not, you want me to go that way? I'm going this. We're trying to just go towards him, even if it's baby steps. Sometimes it can be a giant step. But, and again, with, with you guys, look, we all, need to, we all need to watch our hearts. We all need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. We all need to um, be, you know, trying to do the right thing, knowing that until, until we get to heaven, none of us are going to all the time. But let's, Try to together, and let's uh, embrace what the Lord is having us to do, and embrace His Holy Spirit. Um, so, I, I I don't see you guys being stuck on number two either. Like I said, we all need to always keep that in front of us, right? Because the devil will, will try to bring us down. But I see really number one probably as being the the biggest thing for us is for me. It's just we're dry. We're dry. We just need some rain.
you know, I think the, um, the Lord uh, does that so that we will pursue him a lot more. That we'll pursue him. You know, I read the scripture out of John 7. It said, if, is anyone thirsty? There had been, before John the Baptist came, there were 400 years of silence. I think God is saying, look, I'm going to make them thirsty. If any, let's, see, let's see how thirsty they can get. There hadn't been anyone, you know, come into the temple and offer a drink for a really long time. And here Jesus comes and offers them living water. Are you thirsty yet? So I think a lot of times the Lord withholds in order to say, okay, are you thirsty? Are you getting thirsty? Because if you're not getting thirsty, he'll keep withholding until you are. And I believe the Lord wants to meet our needs for the drink when we're thirsty. But we need to come to him and to ask. And here's where, um, here's where I think most of us are. It's, it's where I'm at because I'm, I'm thirsty. I don't know about you. I, I need a drink. I think um, I, uh, I, I mentioned a few minutes ago, I read, I, watched a, a video, actually one that, that David recommended um, about these characteristics of revival and it was really encouraging. Um, he, he, he said, you know, that the revivals that you see are getting shorter and shorter in span between, the, between them. The, 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 it used to be longer times, now it's getting shorter and shorter because God's, God's plan is that we don't move out of it that we, we enter into his presence and that we just continue. We go from glory to glory and we just keep on, we just keep on going. It's not, we're going to have a little bit here and then we have to get dry again. Then we have a little bit here and then we get dry again. Then we, go, then we call out and get dry again, right? No, we just continue on into that, into that presence of the Lord. But it's, it's been a while. It's been a while. And I believe it's time again for the Lord to pour out his spirit. So uh, what I would like to do here in the next next few minutes is um, I want us to address some of these things. Um, and then I'm going to just ask the Holy Spirit to come and to uh, to rain on us. So, um, you know, I'm going to... Let's address all three of these. Okay? I'm going to pray and I want you to let the Holy Spirit speak to you because... You know, he's a lot better at speaking to you than I am, all right? And if, if there's a problem with your source, and you know whether there is or not, you know, you're, you're not spending time with the Lord. I think everyone in here is, is accepted the Lord, but if you need, if you need to do that, let, let's get this taken care of today, all right? Recommit yourself to spending time with him, being in his presence, praying, um, being in the word. So if there's a problem with your source, Let's get that taken care of. If you have a dam in your life, you know, maybe, maybe there's sin. Maybe there is something that you need to deal with that the Lord's saying, you know, I've been talking to you about that for a while. Let's get that fixed. Okay? If, you, if you've got, if you got a, um, a, a hose in your car or unless you've got a water hose you hook up to the faucet and uh, um, 
you know, a mouse has made a dam up in that hose over the winter time or something, you, you got to clear it out before that hose is going to work. Right? Let's clear that thing out. Let's, let's break the dam so that you can get in touch with the Lord and let him be that, that river of life flowing through you. Let's get that, get, let's get that fixed today. The, um, the drought is something that we just need to ask for. And I'm believing that if we ask the Holy Spirit, say, Lord, we are thirsty. Would you come and pour, on, pour rain on us? That he will. That he will. I, I keep, I've been reminded a number of times in this last week. Um, I was at, I was at a uh, revival up in Toronto, and when, when the guy prayed for me, I remember him telling me this really very specifically. He said, um, he said, all you have to do is ask and say, Holy Spirit, come. And he will. He said, when you get, when you get back to your room at night and you just, just say, Holy Spirit, come. He said, his presence will just come all over you. And he did for a long time. I needed some more. I needed some more. And I believe that when we ask, I believe that he'll, he'll come and do that today. So um, let's pray together. And I'm going to just, I'm going to run through these. And if, this, if any of these reply to you, just receive this in your heart. Lord, thank you so much for being a God who loves us and who cares for us. You loved us enough to die. And that's really beyond our comprehension. Lord, for anyone in here who who has a source problem with having that river of life come, Lord, I, I pray that you'll bring conviction to their heart this morning. If they need to know you or if they need to spend time with you more, I pray that you'll convict them. Bring them to a point that they want to do that, that they want to just spend the time that they, they, they need to commit themselves to, to uh, following after you every day. Lord, for those who have a dam in their life, Lord, I ask that you would pour your spirit out now to break that dam if it's a dam of sin, Lord, let it be broken. If it's a dam that of lack of knowledge or lack of vision to let people see that we need we need to be life 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 givers, the salt of, of the earth, the um, the water that that brings life to everyone around us. Lord, I pray that you'll. Show us what those things are that may be damming up the Spirit of God from flowing through us. Lord, I pray that you'll give everyone in here with a dam in, in their life in some way. Lord, give them the courage to take the steps to take care of that. Convict them where they need to or give them the uh, boldness to speak out when they need to. Give them the, the vision the, the, to, to be the, the light and be the, the salt, to be the, the water of life to everyone they come in contact with. 
Lord, for those who are just dry. Lord, we're in a drought and we need water. The Holy Spirit, I just humbly ask that you would come and give us a drink. We know that you're the source. Would you rain on us? Would you open the heavens and come down? We're thirsty. Would you give us a drink? Jesus' name. Amen. If you will, um, let's just keep this in our hearts, please. Um, as you're praying this week, just, just let's just all let's pray for that drink. And it, it doesn't. It's not hard. You don't have to. You, you, your words. You don't have to have perfect language to do it. You know, it's easy as saying, Holy Spirit, come. I'm thirsty. Would you come give me a drink? Would you, would you come and, and minister to me? Would you come and just pour that water of life on me? And I, I believe that that's what we're about to, we're about to have an open heaven. We're about to have him just break in on us and um, do some amazing, amazing things. But let's, let's be thirsty. Let's be hungry. And let's together ask Him to come and to fill us and to be that water of life. Because we have a very dark and hurting world around us that desperately, desperately, desperately needs a drink. And if we're not going to give him a drink, who will? So we've we've got we've got a job to do. We've got we've got water that's supposed to be spewing out of us. It's supposed to be watering. We're supposed to be farmers. Right? And right now all of our crops are dying. So let's give him a drink. But first we need to get water from the source. Okay? And I believe the Lord will give us that. Amen. All right. Um, if there's anybody in here who needs specific prayer before you go, um, 
don't leave without it. And we'll just pray that you know if you want if you want to you want to come get prayer, <coughs> believe that the you know the, the Holy Spirit's here to meet to meet your needs. Okay. So, um, all right, God bless you guys. Don't forget um, tonight at seven, tomorrow night at five, and then Wednesday at six thirty. Okay. God bless you. Thank you. Oh well. Oh well. Have a good day.